and welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 474, recording today live uh, Wednesday the 30th of November 2016, isn't it? Uh, this is the podcast that basically it's a panel discussion that talks about music technology, things to do with music technology, live production, studio work, software, sometimes DJing, controllerism, synthesizers, all of that kind of good stuff. So if this is the sort of thing that you enjoy, then I heartily recommend you subscribe. Either like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on iTunes, or just however you like. There's lots of ways to do it. Twitter, all of those good things. So please do. I want to say thank you very much to our show sponsor. Today we've got uh, a gift of Isotope Neutron, which is the uh, the brand new mixing analytics and uh, processing plugin, which is uh, shaking the world. So we're, they're giving away a copy, and if you were around last week, uh, you may have entered the competition to win one. So we'll be announcing the prize and giving a prize. Also, want to say hello to our chat room who are there fulsome chat room i like to say thank nice to see you folks uh, i can only bring our own irc chat room into the into the computer at the moment um the the youtube chat room is on a separate thing and i can it's, it's too complicated i won't go into it anyway welcome one and all i want to say hello to everybody i'm, I'm going to start with mr mark tinley we haven't seen mark tinley for a while mark tinley of course <laughs> is a sound artist and uh, and um owner and runner manager um proprietor of the establishment that is called in Glastonbury. I've completely blanked. It's what? called Sonus Magus. Sonus Magus, of course. Which means, uh, well, Sonus is sound, but I prefer the interpretation noise. And Magus means either magician, but I prefer the interpretation wise and learned man. Now I'm 53, so I'm the wise and learned <laughs> man of noise. Or perhaps the shop is, but <laughs> so, Brilliant. yeah, and it's in Glastonbury. In Glastonbury, and so I haven't updated your lower third. I think it's sonusmagus.com, isn't that right? It is, yeah. Right. And we really only sell very odd things. Um, poor, poor classical musicians who had another music shop here up until July, which closed recently, come in to see me and they go, oh, have you got any violins? And then they kind of <laughs> look around at all the brightly coloured, weird, broken children's toys and um, wires everywhere. And I've got quite a few electric guitars at the moment, but... Maybe and, you should uh, pop up synthesizing pop- devices, and they they they're a bit kind of confused, perhaps. But oh. um, but it's, it's also funny, very it's, it's appealing to a lot of the other people in Glastonbury, so it's working really well, actually. Excellent. I'm glad to. I suppose it's really bizarre, isn't it, that you had a music shop where things to do with traditional in- instruments are special order items. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <like> exactly. <laughs> I can order really expensive cellos if you want one, but. Nice. I, I don't know enough about them to advise anyone. No, but I, I do suppose have a catalog. People, yeah. Well, I suppose with <laughs> internet and stuff, then you know. Well, I don't know. It must be. But quite it's hot. I mean, I've spent. I reckon I've spent a thousand pounds on guitar strings just to stock like a good range of strings now, and I've kind of been building that up. And then I looked at violin strings. So a set of guitar strings, a cheap set of guitar strings, is like seven pound twenty-five, around that kind of area. Um, a cheap set of violin strings is more like 30 or 40 quid. And then you've got th- four different sizes of violin. So how am I ever going to stop that without, um, you know, a huge investment? And I don't think it's an investment I want to make when uh, very few of the people who come into my shop are actually classical players. So yeah, it's very difficult. I can and imagine. saxophone reads as well. There's, uh, there's a, four different strengths of saxophone reeds and four different types of saxophone. Yeah, well, stocking it's a non-stop. So Imagine the stocking that, yeah. I guess what what you need is, it's like the automotive industry, isn't it, where there are little vans that whiz around the country and deliver twice a day to garages that need them, so you can actually order. Um, That's what you need for that kind of thing. I mean, if somebody placed an order today, I could have it by Friday, so yeah. uh, it's, it's not impossible to do. It's just that I don't have it there and then. And a lot of the people that come in seem to be there and then kind of people who've just, yeah. you know. Who well, as it is, right every, everybody wants everything right now. And right yeah. now, I need to talk to Mr. Dave Spears from G4Software.com, who's there in a kind of sepia 70s sort of look, sort of a cross between the man from Milk Tray and uh, a Polaroid that's faded slightly on a caravan wall. How are you, yeah. Dave Spears from G4Software? I'm all right. It is quite dark in here. But uh, yes, yes, I'm all right, thank you. Yes. Excellent. I'm very glad to hear it. Um, looks like everything's in its place. You haven't got the cases. The, you know, the covers are, are off. 
and none of the cases are open with wires hanging out. That's looking good. So how is the collection? Is it uh, is it in good fine fettle at the moment? Uh, yeah, yeah. Need need one more visit to the repairman, Kent. Uh, actually, he's got a couple of things that I need to pick up, and there are more things to deliver. Uh, that's new. Ooh. Oh yes, of course. Ooh. That's the the classic. That's that's the new model D, isn't it? Yes. And, uh, it's very good. Is it? I'm glad yeah. to hear it. It's got a MIDI and aftertouch. That's like a. So when you take it out of the box, it's quite trippy, really, because obviously the one we've got, which is just over here, uh, that was from 1971, and it, it's in brilliant condition. But the scaling on the keyboard's always been erratic. Uh, you know, you have to tune it if you want to play up here, as opposed to, and then you have to retune it if you want to play down the bottom end. Only slightly, and over the years I've gotten used to it. But, you know, there's a couple of switches that are a bit kind of, you know, need a little bit of prodding to make them happen. And when you kind of open the box on the new one, it's it's a very surreal experience. It's like it's all new. It smells new. Yeah. And all the switches work. And But when you plug it in, it's like it's it's a mini mode. And then you've got all these, yeah, aftertouch. I think aftertouch yeah. probably makes quite a lot. Sound. The thing I noticed, because we had Alex uh, from Source Distribution, a.k.a. Mylar Melodies, down here, and he brought a Model D down to demonstrate, uh, play through a load of even tied pedals. we got that video coming up soon, actually. And when we got it out of the box, I just thought, God, it's massive. It's so big. I mean, mini is completely not the word that I would use to describe that synthesizer. Not these days. Would have been funny if they'd have put mini keys on it. A mini, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> and the justification would have been perfectly fine. Well, it's called a mini Moog, isn't it? I mean, why yeah. wouldn't it have mini keys? Yeah. Oh god, can yeah. you imagine? Can you imagine? That would be a great April Fool's. It's Maybe next very, time. It's yeah. It's just yeah. Look, you, uh, hang on. You can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. How weird is that? How weird is that? Well, I've never owned one, so anyway. But anyway, Dave, glad to have you aboard. And, of course, finally, but not lastly, well, I suppose you are technically last, but not not through any kind of uh, pecking order, Gaz Williams from gazwilliams.me, music technologist, bass player, producer. Looks like you've got, like, sunlight streaming in from somewhere. Either that or your screens are up too bright, or (laughs) there may be another reason. How are you, Gaz? Yeah, good. I'm like the TSR guest, aren't I? The terminate and stay resident guest. That's sort of a, that's my, that's my role. Can't get rid of me that easily. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm good. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear yeah. it. Glad to hear it. Of course, Gaz uh, was here last week. We got, we shot something with, uh, we've got the Korg Nano Studios, little uh, Bluetooth mm. controls, and also yeah. the circuit update. Uh, we, we've been sort of threatening to do that for a while, and we did, we shot yeah. that on the 1.4 right. update, which was fantastic. And that's going to be ready again soon as well. Ex- excellent. Yeah, I enjoyed doing those. Um, yeah, those little nano things definitely worth did a look you at, say, Sorry. Did you say nano Bluetooth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was thinking today, there's nothing new come out for ages and there's nothing I want. Now you've, you've done it. You guys, Jesus. I don't know what happened there, guys. There, there they are. Well, at least there they were. I need one. I need one of those. Oh, no. What fell, Gaz? I'm really, really uh, worried. It's all right. It was my microphone and stand and valve mic and lots of things. Oh, oh Gaz. No. I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, uh, Mark, you'll have to check I'm it sorry. out. We've got stuff to get through. I will. We should probably... Yeah, it smashed the head off the off the mic. Oh <laughs> no. no! No! I was grabbing, I was grabbing these. Wow, <laughs> uh, which are financially considerably less. Uh, I I don't want to. I I really don't want to know that it's broken. A bit uh, or, or break. Unfixable. You know? Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who cares? So what I'll do, I'll flip next, and then Gaz will be weeping, sobbing quietly into into some uh, some some uh, high density foam. Right. Let's. Uh, what do we got? What's first? We should probably do some do some stuff on some stuff. Yay! Here's something new as well. There, Mark. Well, will be soon. Oh, or maybe it won't. It's not playing. That's awesome. Oh, there he goes. Oh, I've got to start again now. Damn. Special Waves is a new brand. I'm not. I'm going to quit the marketing stuff. We'll just fast forward. The, basically, these little controller modules that fit into these cases, I think they identify themselves somehow, and you can create your own custom 
controller layouts, which looks like a really good idea for people perhaps who... I'm guessing the problem is, though, you might be thinking you could save money because you won't get what you you know don't need, but I'm suspecting they might be quite expensive. But these are called Mine Modular, uh, and uh, the pricing's unclear. They're going to start it on Kickstarter fairly soon, which is, you know seems like a good idea. There are five different. Uh, there are a couple of different size enclosures. There's a single RGB pad, two buttons, a pot, an encoder, and a fader. I, and Mark, you actually sent. My God, have you seen this? It's so cool. I did. Uh, my friend Busby sent them to me. Um, it's just bloody genius, isn't it? I absolutely love it. Um, the, the idea that I could customize a controller and just build what I needed in the real world, not just because uh, yeah. I use, um, is it Touch OSC? Yeah, that kind uh, of stuff. A lot. Yeah, it's Touch OSC. I use it on the iPad and I like building my own editors and stuff. But the idea that I could build my own hardware editor and it would do everything I needed it to do, and it could be laid out the way I wanted it to be laid out, really, really appeals to me. Well, I think that's good. I mean, it's going to come down to pricing, isn't it? I mean, that is basically the bottom line. Uh, I know, I, I like the idea of it because so often um, when you do have a controller, it's like, well, either it's got to have the form, it has these sort of standard form factors, but the fact that you could build your own does mean that you could have, you know, could clip one up for a live system or clip one up for, you know, for whatever. It depends on how much configurability there is in the base unit or whether it has to all go via software, which means it's going to be via a computer. I know, Gaz, we, I mean, it's not clear really, is it? Uh, but it, the concept is is kind of strong. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I'm a little bit US not sure about this because, you know, things like uh, Lemur and, you know, iPad apps uh, are utterly configurable, aren't they? And, and I know it's not the same as the physical control. But I think um, to get it configured is, yeah. I mean, how much is it for a whole one? We don't know. Yeah, do we? we don't know. I've got the website up yeah. here. Um, it does look like it's configurable only. You, it, standard USB controls, yeah, it's USB only. So unless you've got a class-compliant device, it looks like. I don't know whether the hmm. whether they remember what their, what each module is supposed to send. That's not clear. So just just in contrast then, something like that, which all of this is CCable, isn't it? And faders. Yeah. It doesn't look a great deal different to that, does it? And that's what, 100 quid, 120 quid yeah. or something? Yeah. And, and Bluetooth as well. Um, so. Yeah, what, but what drives me nuts is I've always got knobs on things that don't do anything at the end of the day because I, um, because I, I assign loads of knobs and then I've got loads left over and I'm sort of thinking, oh, I suppose I ought to assign them to something. And I, I don't. I don't know. I just sort of spend mm. lots of time fiddling around with things and not making music. I kind of like the idea of this being able to build what you need and then just leaving it where it is. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. It does. You, you're not going to want to use it without it full, though, are you? It's going to look a bit weird, like a bit ugly if you only had... Well, you could put pencils in there or plectrums <laughs> or, you know, all your keys. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Dave, um, I, what, yeah. I, I don't know. Dave, what do you think? I mean, you know, as... We go through this all the time. I mean, I wanted to ask this actually, anyway. But what a what do you think about this? I mean, I guess it could be nicely configurable if it if it was able to stand alone and remember what it was supposed to be doing, rather than have to go via a computer or a iPad or something. Yeah, and blanking plates to put in the spaces that you leave where you don't want uh, to replicate yeah, good the idea. interface. Yeah. That would be quite neat with it? with custom logos. Yeah, yeah. Could do all sorts of stuff, couldn't you? Overlays, templates. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it is interesting. I don't know how much. I, 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 that was kind of the second thing I thought. Oh, wonder how much this is going to be. It sounded to me a bit mm. like they were asking for money or something in order to make it. Yeah. Well, the, the Kickstarter video. He says, "Oh, we need your. We need." Ah, oh, okay. I didn't. It's, it's going to be a Kickstarter. It's not yet. So that information is not clear. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, okay. I like the idea. I mean, I have to. Say, you know billion years ago when we did the fat boy it was two rows of seven knobs and the one thing we noticed is when you're controlling something like a software synth you still have to make that association between the position of the knob and the yep. position of the parameter you're controlling on screen and that wasn't a huge deal but it was it did interrupt the process a little bit so i like this whole yeah. bespoke controller thing. I, th I think it's a, a good idea but i'm not sure I think the problem that we've got is 
that's all fine, but it's the assignment that is the pain, you know, because every single time you do it, you, I mean, th this generally works if you have a live setup and you have repeatable things that you want to know where everything is, that's fine. And you spend a bit of time programming. It's not the creative part of the, the production. It's to do with, you know, that I've, I've done my creative part. Now I want to be able to tweak it live or maybe, you know, a, a, enable some other creativity, but I need it all. To, what I want is something that I could just kind of go, that one twist that one twist and just really on the fly be able to touch the screen or hover the mouse over and go yep that's i want that to do that i want that i want that and it's done and it takes seconds and that way i can build things that up super cool. super fast i mean that's the thing about uh, this is the other question i was going to ask really is you know obviously everybody we're still that we're still searching you know humanity in the ether is searching for the controller that will do what everybody wants and be flexible enough and and i for, for me it's got to be something that's real remember that those uh gaz you remember the steinberg controllers that if you hovered the mouse over a parameter then that controller would just you know that's the sort of thing that i that we I use need more it, of yeah use it i use that all the time that is i don't know why that isn't just a standard thing you know because it's just uh yeah that whatever the mouse well, doesn't ableton work like that to a degree doesn't it i mean no, you, you have to set you, it up per Per program, per track, per I don't wait, uh, yeah. I mean, per song, you have to set it yeah, up. No, you it's... click on things and assign them to MIDI things just by t by sending it the the control, and it learns it. Yeah, but it's but, very, it's very. You know... But I get the problem is is that you get assignments that are already mapped, and then if you can't remember, I mean, you need something that is just like right now, right here. I want this knob to do that right now. You know, that's so, sort. Of... So that combo though of like using lemur on an ipad with those do you remember those like knobs that you can I can't remember oh yeah yeah the stick on knobs i yeah. mean and faders that's right um, hang on. Stick on mark mark brought them out uh, not that long ago actually i think we've uh -huh. seen them again. yeah but yeah they're still yeah. sitting on my desk since the last time we were here yeah so <laughs> these little beauties <laughs> they're not so little though are they and and that well you can get that, two faders yeah. two maybe three faders on an iphone but you can get a few more things on a on an ipad Sorry, I mean, Gaz, carry on, carry on, Gaz. Well, those, in conjunction with Lima or MIDI Designer Pro, which is excellent, um, on the iPad, it's going to, you know, just in comparison to these products, and I, and I wish these guys the best with it, but it, it's sort of, um, you get so much with, uh, you know, Lima or MIDI Designer Pro, and exactly what you're talking about, Nick, though, you know, you set it to well, MIDI Learn. And yeah, I suppose that I want to avoid even that. I don't even want the MIDI learn stuff. I just want to go that. I want to go that one, right. that one. Yeah. I don't want to even worry. I don't want to have to get in there and go. Actually, do I need to limit the range of it? Do I need? I just don't. I don't care about that, Dave. Well, uh, Dave, yeah. as a as a software developer, right? I mean, is that sort of thing feasible? Do you have access to that kind of level of kind of? We could make that happen if there was a will, or is it actually a, a nightmare or a pain? Well, obviously, it's a pain. Everything is, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, uh, yeah, yes. From uh, from the little I know, yes. I would have to talk to a proper programmer about all of this. But yes, it is. I mean, I know, I do know people who are doing very similar thing on you know the big the proper touchscreen monitors. That knob controlling that with the touchscreen. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I know that's happening. It was interesting. I, I thought. The one thing that did make me chuckle with this, and like Gaz, you know, I wish them all the best, <laughs> is that they were saying it was kind of, you know, configurable in hundreds and thousands of different ways. But in the end, it just looked like a launch pad. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, there, there is that, yeah. Do you know, so, so I'm going to explain how I found out about this thing. Um, my friend Busby sent me this because he came and stayed at my house recently, um, and I just bought a Push 2. Uh, so I upgraded from Launchpad to Push 2, and he's a real Ableton guy, and I was showing him Push 2, and um, I was sort of learning it as I was going along, and he sort of sent me this in response saying, like, you know, uh, I crapped your push, mate. You should try one of these. And I kind of looked at that and thought, nah, this nah. push is really cool. But actually, I, c I can see that this has got uh, legs as well. But going going back to the push, the push, the way that interacts with Ableton has it's transported me back to a point in time where I was making music with samplers like the S1000. And it really feels uh, 
like using an S1000 to me. And I don't know if they've deliberately designed it like that, but it, but you, if you click on a clip, the sample comes up in a window on the push, and then you can change the start and end points of the loops, and then you can break the thing up and put it all on separate pads. And I'm sure you guys all know know all this already, but yeah, so I see um, what you mean. Yeah, it's given me. Uh, it's given me access to the synthesizers in Ableton. And going back to what Dave said about layout, um, I've never really kind of gotten into the synths in Ableton because all the synths have things laid out. It, you know, all the filters are in one window and then you click to the next window and you've got the oscillators and then you click to the next window and you've got uh, waveforms or whatever. And everything seems dotted about all over the place and you can't just grab at the things you need straight away. But the push seems to... Uh, bring all those most important things up in one window when you click on the analog synth so you suddenly get access to all the things you need um so i've sort of um you know rekindled my relationship with some of those synths in ableton and really enjoying it because the hardware controller makes intelligent decisions about how it's acting with the software so um yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I mean, th I agree. I mean, it's very much an instrumental re interaction. But anyway, I mean, we'll keep an eye out for that. Their, their special-waves.com uh, is where the information will be. And I guess Kickstarter, you know, they'll probably send out a new press release where that happens. And we'll get to see that as well. I, I didn't realise what the time was. We've been, well, I've been gassing on for hours. I think we'll just uh, have a quick, we'll have a quick break for, uh, for our uh, sponsored video. So uh, just hold tight there. And obviously, Isotope are our featured guests in terms of sponsorship, and you will be able to win a copy of Neutron. Next generation mixing plugin allows you to analyse the mix, see where there are overlapping frequencies. It makes suggestions based on the track types and the musical instruments. Very intelligent stuff going on. And, and from what I understand, I haven't used it myself in mixes because I don't do a lot of mixing. People are raving about it as a, a very useful A analytic tool and also a suite of plugins to then process those tracks. Masking meter is the shows you what are the overlapping frequencies and where you need to kind of clarify things. It's kind of like super analytics, I suppose, for audio. Identify frequency collisions. Oh yeah. And say, I'm playing a guitar, electric guitar, and it'll go try this sound, and you can use it as a starting point. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't stick with all the presets, although I'm sure they're fine. You can check this out for yourself. Go to isotope.com forward slash neutron. But the smoke doesn't come out of your computer. There we go. Isotope.com forward slash neutron. Do check it out. And, of course, uh, we do have competitions. Uh, we had a competition last week where we asked you to tweet the hashtag uh, the Mix Fixer and the hashtag Neutron to at isotoping and at, ice, at sonicstate.com. And we have a winner. Uh, in fact, uh, the winner is this chap here because he, he tweeted this, uh, this rather agree, this rather sagely uh, nodding Snoop Dogg. This is uh, Rick Tyra. He's our winner of this week. And I just thought I'd throw that because I actually had something visual to put there. So, uh, Rick Tyra, uh, please do get in touch. Uh, your twi Twitter handle is at Rick Tyra, which is all one word. And we've got another competition this week where you can also win another copy of Neutron. All you have to do is tweet the hashtag sounds better, hashtag sounds better, and the hashtag Neutron to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. If you're listening in audio, I'll say that again. The hashtag sounds better and the hashtag Neutron to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. We thank you very much for your sponsorship of the show. Thank you very much indeed. Right, Dave, am I going to press the button on your big news? Is it is it all right? Oh, our release. Our yeah. release that has been, yeah, in the making. Uh, genuinely a game changer. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Everybody ready? G4 Software. Vintage Synthesizer Trumps 2. Out now. <laughs> yes. Yes.
Excellent. There you go. Ah, yeah, a, new, a new synth top trubs. Excellent. It's funny, actually, because we were going to do this uh, a few weeks back, but it was actually the day after the Trump winning the election, and it just felt somehow like it would it would be the wrong <laughs> thing to do on that day. But, yes, the vintage synth top trubs. Can't wait. And I here that was uh, Mr. Matt Berry, by the sound of it, doing the voiceover. Yes, what a legend. Excellent. I thought it was the first time that we can say, you know, genuinely, next generation revolutionary groundbreaking game changer all that kind of stuff game changer literally and obviously next generation uh no we've been uh yes been taking photographs of stuff for about a year <laughs> and we've had this in mind because we did obviously we did the pack probably about 10 years ago but we had so many of them made it's taken a while to get through <laughs> so it was like oh we need to do this again uh, and it was brilliant fun, obviously, doing it. More categories, more nerdiness. Uh, but I have to say, the best bit was when it gets to the desirability category, because that's reasonably arbitrary, isn't it? That's just about, you know... Originally, I think it was me and Chris sat over a couple of pints going, oh, I don't know, four out of five. This one is slightly more nerdy uh, because we enlisted... So it's myself, Chris... Kent Spong, who looks at everything from a repair perspective, so that's uh, could can be slightly jaded. Ah. Uh, and Mark and Mark Doty, so we kind of all got together and gave a score, and then we took the average of that score. So it is very scientific. The judges' credentials are listed. <laughs> so, yes we did we did spend quite a lot of time doing this top trumps for those of you who don't realize i mean it was like a, it's like a kind of a, a game that works across all sorts of categories you get top trumps top trumps wild animals or whatever and it's you know or mm. top trumps poo and it's basically you get all these scores and marks. There's a picture and scores and marks, and then you can play it as a game and you can say, I've got this. You put one down and then somebody else puts another one down that beats it, trumps it effectively, and then the winner takes the cards. And it's like a card game, right? I should just explain. And this yeah. is for vintage yeah. synthesizers, Dave. So um, you have to do the full plug. So it's available. I've just spotted it. It's available on the website right now. I'm going to go buy it. I, th I think Chris is, is getting ready six pounds ninety five. That came up on the search Woo! engine. Really? Yeah, six pounds ninety five. Add to basket. There we go. I'm going to do it live, folks. Yeah. Check ah, out. Stock them in the shop, Mark. <laughs> oh, I must, I must log in before. Yeah, anyway, I, 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 I should not... definitely stock them in the shop. Excellent. It's very funny. I'll send you an email. You know, Where are they? Whereabouts is it? I want to buy them. <laughs> G4software.com. So, yeah, Dave, carry on. Sorry. No, years ago, obviously, when we uh, first did them, we took them to Nam, and there was this moment on the back of the plane where it was literally like half of MI industry playing top synth top trumps. And it was brilliant because the arguments were getting kind of more heated, more, no way, there's no way that should beat that. But if you pick your categories carefully, it can be done. Anyway, yes. There you go. Perfect Christmas gift. And there's me plug over and out. Excellent. Well, a G4 software. As Matt Berry, thank you very much. Matt Matt was, yeah. Well, I just asked I, Matt. Can I ask a question? Are you allowed to say what the topics are? Or is that, do you have to wait and see? Oh, yeah, no, I've what, got them. What the, what the categories oh. are? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We're talking nerdy categories here. Okay. Are they different from the uh, version one categories? There are more because we thought oh, cool. we needed to increase the nerdness. <laughs> okay, let's go. So we have, okay, so let's have a look. So, okay, 2600. Date of release, original price, maximum notes playable, uh, keyboard notes amount, oscillators per voice. Uh, what have we got? Unison, yay, nay. Oscillator sync, that's a good one. Oh. Uh, filters. <laughs> Filter types, low pass, band pass, high pass. Oh, and when it comes to polyphony, divide down, we'll lose. Okay. <laughs> polyphony, that, them's right. the rules. Memories, arpeggio, sequencer, and the uh, much argued about desirability factor. Excellent. So there you go. It was we're we're already getting it. comments that there should be an so how, iOS version how do, of this game. How well, do filters work funny. against each other then? Sorry, how what? How, who wins with a How could you do an iOS version? It can be done. We we did look at this in detail, uh, and you would need it's the server situation because everybody you could play would need against a... another person. But what you really want to do is play against somebody across the other side of the world. So we haven't written it off yet. We're just trying to do more research. Oh. But in the process of doing it, we were like, you know what? 
physical cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, congratulations, Dave, on a release this year. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Excellent work. Excellent work. Uh, so, yes, do do check those out, g4software.com, and go to it. Right. Um, oh, God, did you see this? Now, this is mental. Uh, is this the next topic? Yes, I think it is. This is, uh, what's her name? Her name, I'm going to mispronounce it totally. Yuya Wang, a Chinese pianist, who just as a little encore with the Berlin Philharmonic, decided to have a little fun with the uh, Turkish March by Mozart. And improvised like a proverbial, it's astonishing. Uh, I mean, I, I won't play, well, maybe I will play the whole thing just gets more and more and more outrageous. <laughs> I'm going to fast forward it because there's a bit at the end where it just goes absolutely... my god <laughs> I think that does deserve a round of applause actually uh, it's, I very, you very rarely see someone who is that skillful that can be able to think that nimbly and not normally one for playing kind of you know uh, I suppose you could say too many notes type videos, but that one was pretty amazing. And in front of an audience, I don't know, Dave, uh, you, you you tinkle the ivories a little bit, but that's an impressive bit of pianism right there, right? Amazing. I mean, at first I was like, oh, this isn't very good. And then it got better and better and better. Remember, I don't know whether you remember, I, I got into trouble years ago because I kept a kind of online diary and I had a next door neighbour who was a wannabe concert pianist. And we were in a kind of terraced house and it, she'd just start practising and playing at midnight. And, and, you know, you'd be in the middle of watching a film and then all of a sudden, da, 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 da. a bit like this, you know, that kind of massive velocity coming through the walls. And she could make, you know, Brokeback Mountain seem like the Keystone Cops or something by putting this alternate piano music to it. It was very surreal. That's uh, It did remind me of this. But she was taught by this guy that, ex-next-door neighbour, was taught by this guy who's astonishing. Uh, not quite up to this level, but not far behind. And for her, I think it was her 40th or 50th birthday party, he played Happy Birthday on the piano in about 100 different ways and styles. Wow. Which she, was quite astonishing. She's a, um, she's like Black Midi, the human uh, uh, um, yeah. version of Black Midi. We did a topic some time back. It came up in the chat room on the, um, YouTube's, where you know there's so many notes that you can't see the daylight between the dots. It's astonishing, really. I've never seen anybody who can play quite that impressively. But I guess she's a world class, uh, well, possibly one of the finest pianists in the world. I guess by the looks of things. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. She's amazing. She's lovely, isn't she? She's. Uh, you know she's got she's got the whole thing going on yeah i like it there's humor in there as well which is yeah great. lots of playfulness yeah there, yeah, there, there yeah. really is not much more to say about this apart from i think it's cool i don't know mark is, do you have a do a little slot in your shop sometime that would probably draw a few people right <laughs> maybe one <laughs> of those toy pianos like um i yeah uh when i was doing that I'm going to jump back a few years to when I was doing the open boat orchestra thing. There was a piece of computer software which could analyze um, or a computer programmer who'd analyzed all these different musicians and had a computer program called EMI, I think it was, that could generate music like Chopin or Beethoven or Mozart. And I'm just thinking that woman's head, what's in that woman's head needs to be somehow... Um, all that information and that skill of being able to take things and literally morph from one thing to another, that would be uh, where uh, music software would be at where it's at for me. That's what I'd like next, something where I could like put a piece of music in and it would do something as clever as what she did to that piece of mu music to yeah, change yeah, it yeah, into yeah, something new. Um, absolute bloody genius. I mean, um, 
years of skill and understanding how all the notes have different relationships and scale relationships and everything else and then being able to turn it into something new brilliant yeah absolutely brilliant um i think uh i don't know much more about her but i just thought it was a nice little actual musical interlude so uh, let's move on to another topic just because we can uh, that was that one. That was that one. Oh yeah! Did anyone buy anything on Black Friday? Because Black Friday was a really a massively obsessive kind of. So we did this blog uh, where we just had tons and tons and tons and tons. I figured the quickest way to do it was just screen grab all of these things. Uh, I think one of my favourites. Uh, I think it's down here somewhere. It's around. It was the. The microbrute for 154 quid, the red one, that was it. But there were just loads and loads, you know, all the usual stuff. Did anyone actually make a purchase on Black Friday? Because I, I was seeing a lot of people going, yeah, I did. Oh, Gaz, finger up. Was it a valve Was it a valve mic by any chance? <laughs> or I'm going to be a, looking now. A flight, um, a flight case for your valve mic that hasn't arrived yet. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a terrible... No, uh, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It is, it is bust. It is oh, bust. man. <laughs> oh, God. Black Wednesday. Oh, so sorry. It's all right. With the headphone, I, I was recording earlier, and yeah, I haven't put it. It's my own fault. Um, so I got the Sound Toys bundle, finally. Robbie Bronneman and Tyon Wynn have both been sort of going, you know, Robbie especially been really saying that it's crazy that I hadn't got the Sound Toys bundle. So that, uh, now, it, the reason why I'm mentioning it is, if, apart from it being really, really good, I'm sure plenty of you have got it already, but they are giving away... Uh, tremolator. Oh yeah, I, I think we had that one in the uh, the list. Yeah, it's ending today. That is ending. Oh, today. oh there, there the it is. 30th. Look, fifty percent off plus a free tremolator today. Ending yeah, today, so you've today. got about eight hours probably on that. And I, you know, I'd got the free CQ. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. S I E Q. Uh, uh, that they get the, their latest one, which is um, based on. I can't remember what it is now. It's a uh, EQ based on a German mixing desk. I can't remember which one, but uh, really nice sounding. So I bought that because it was good value. But Tremolator has, has really blown me away. Actually, it's brilliant. So everybody should grab it if you get to hear it now. Just because um, it's free. It's funny this this year. This year seemed to be very. There was actually less in the way of hardware. I mean, a few retail. I did check retailers out, and they did have some deals, but it was much more of a software and online thing. It felt like this time, but I suppose it's a lot easier for people to do. Mark, did you get anything? Did you have a Black Friday sale yourself? Even <clears throat> um, I gave away free organic raw uh, chocolates in the shape of guitars which were sweetened with agave syrup to anybody who bought anything on Friday. Ah. Uh, did I buy anything? Uh, I bought um, 10 uh, headphone audio adapters, 3.5 millimeter to 6.3 millimeter, <laughs> and 10 the other way around. But no, I didn't get tempted by any of the wild kind of offers that were landing in my inbox. Um I, I, I want to simplify. I just want to have, I want to use the push and Ableton and only the plugins it comes with. Or, yeah, you know, well, the there's, there's something to be said for that. And there just is something stick to with that and yeah. sam go back to sampling and not use anyone else's sound. So that's a, um, that's a very admirable and quite a, yeah, a reasonable kind of a thing to do. Thing. I no, just, I think, I, it, I think it's perfectly reasonable. Perfectly reasonable. Dave, did you? No, we were going to double our prices on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to Excellent. be our usual contrary selves. Uh, I didn't buy any music stuff. I bought a load of um, Final Cut Pro. I bought a load of plugins. Ah, that, okay. Because that was kind of those are things that I can rarely justify. Going, I need this. I want this. Whereas actually, the Black Friday stuff was yeah. That's a good yeah, point. I didn't kind of get allowed it. me to go. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, no. No, I didn't buy anything, uh, not hardware, because we're saving our pennies now we got after that. Yeah, well, I can imagine. <laughs> that'll, cl that'll clear out any bank account in a hurry. Yeah. Um, what did I do? Well, I'll tell you what I am going to get, Gaz, and that is a blooming circuit. Look, there's, there's your circuit there in my setup, which I did a pre-show. I was just running. I, I put some beats to one of the tunes uh, I'm going to play on Saturday, and uh, I thought... So I haven't told you this yet, but what I figured I'd do, rather than buy it today, I'd do the gig, 
And mm. then if it was really great and it worked out, I'll buy it after that. Because I, I, I just think <laughs> I haven't read the manual or anything. I just had to feel the manual to figure out how to stop sending MIDI uh, MIDI notes out so I could just send MIDI clock into the BeatStep Pro. So my entire setup is exactly the same. I've just plugged the circuit in and on the tunes that I want to put drums on, I just go external MIDI sync and go. And it's just, it's totally seamless. And it's like, where do you, where, where do you get the drugs from? Uh, I don't know. Well, they were whatever was in it, whatever you left uh, in it at, when you when we finished. I, and that's the problem. So that, that, that's the new free pack, the Novation Team. Uh, what's it called? The Circuit Team pack. Or something, ah, is it? it? Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> using the kick and a couple of things. And I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm really excited, actually, because it sits right and it sounds really good up against all those other, uh, you know, there's a Sub 37 uh, monologue and yeah. uh, Erebus and the Dom One, and it, and it it sounds beefy. Even the VA that's stuff. That's the sounds... thing with that's the thing with it, which is a la- half a launch pad and a synthesizer, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's brilliant. I'm very tempted by one of them myself. Honestly, Mark, I'm 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 quite. It's one of the. F- because I, 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 yesterday I just hooked up to see if it would work and I just thought oh, I'll play some drums in and see and it's like oh yeah that really works that's really working it's really actually making my music well it, actually what it means is I can add another minute to a couple of the tracks which <laughs> I really desperately need to fill the slot I'm booked into performing but actually I, I'm quite I'm actually quite excited by it and I don't normally you know being a sort of cynical synth reviewer you don't that doesn't happen very well but it's, I found it really easy to use and I'm quite excited and the fact that I could put my own samples in yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's a well, our latest episode that we've just made, well, feature that we've just done about it, we kind of we look at how to well, all the various things, but um the a little example that I do at the beginning of that is using it in a really is using those drum slots in a re- non beaty way as well. Sort of and Yeah, absolutely. It is opening it up as more of a sound design tool as well. Most definitely, which... most definitely. Is that well, you've just done a video on YouTube, have you? Well, we 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 filmed something. Uh, yeah, it'll be in, in a few days. It's not up just yet. Um, um, we should move on because there's I'll, a couple I'll of things that I really want to get in, and this is one of them. <clears throat> This is uh, Mix Vibes uh, Remix Live, which is a kind of loop-based sort of synced loop player, which is now running on Android and has Ableton Link. And that is actually really, really big news because of the Android thing. Uh, In fact, I downloaded it. I'm just going to... Where is it? So you could do that sort of link sync thing, the whole thing. And it's free... Um, you have to upgrade to get other sample packs, and I think Link works out of the box. I've got it here, actually. Just put it on the phone. I don't know if it's... Mm. Link is brilliant. And it... I'm not so sure about that. But Link? Yeah. And so, basically, the big news is really that there's it's Android, and that is actually kind of the big deal because this is the first time that this has really happened they've also got uh what's the other thing the cross dj which is like a sort of dj uh, stroppy dj application no that's a joke um for android and uh, uh and that also has link as well so you could run i guess mp3s of maybe backing tracks or whatever and the thing is is because android tablets you know you could get a seven or a seven inch tablet for like 50 quid you know, and it will run on that. Less than that. Less than that, probably. Yeah. So this, I think, is actually really big news because you could imagine using that as part of a setup and just, you know, having it go into it. I could imagine using that in my setup as, you know, a way of playing stuff out. And I just thought, hmm, I know, Gaz, are you excited? I mean, I know you haven't got any Android devices, have you? No, I think it's brilliant, though. And I mean, uh, I'm interested to see what Mark's going to say about Ableton Link because uh, Ableton Link, though, is facilitating a lot of very cool things and now they've open sourced it as well that's i'm guessing why we're seeing this now but um it's really exciting isn't it i mean in my experience i've had brilliant brilliant uh results with ableton link so uh so hopefully this bringing android in ah it's dead exciting i'm really really excited about this thing it's brilliant um you know as you mentioned wow once this is out there, who knows what's going to happen? I think yeah, it's and it's the first active. time that we've actually seen, you know, something that has an application to it. I'm just having a quick look because I know there's something else coming out as well. 
but I don't think it's been uh, announced, so I'll have to wait till tomorrow. Unfortunately, I can't say anything about it. I know there's the uh, oh, well, I, I won't say any more. So uh, I don't know, Mark. What do you 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 have a problem with Ableton Mix Live, Ableton Live Link? Did you say? Um, well, when my friend Busby came a couple of weeks ago, I thought that I would do some music with him, and he uses Ableton, I use Ableton, and we'd hook the two computers up with Link. Um, we never got round to that, okay? But I thought, what else have I got that I could test Ableton Link with? And I've got Korg IK Oscillator in my phone, and I tried to sync IK Oscillator with Ableton on the computer, and I just found that they were off by about half a beat or something. So I'm guessing the latency probably on the iPhone um, is probably so big that the beats don't land in the same place. It feels like it's, you know, mm. way off. Well, that it's sounds very wrong. odd. Sounds wrong. That's that might be yeah. an IK oscillator thing then, possibly rather could than could be. So I should try it again with something else, I guess. But mm, as far as the Android aspect of it goes, uh, the majority of my customers are people who don't understand computers, and I want to have something that I can configure for them and just go, here is this thing, all you need to do is learn that you've got to do, you know, five simple actions. Um, and this might be it, actually. If that, if if all those pads just trigger things off and I could put drum beats on all those different things and create drum machines for people or whatever. Well, you um, could have a bunch of them just lying around the shop and then people could just jam yeah, a little, yeah. you know, four four <laughs> little pads lying around the shop with a with speaker link, on yeah. With Link, and then people could just jam or whatever. That would be interesting. That is a really good idea. I like that Thank idea. You. You can, I'll uh, have to download it and try it out. Yeah, well, I've, yeah. I mean, I've, it, it worked for me. Uh, I haven't yeah. tried it with Link, but yeah. I mean, just to reiterate that point, though, you know, the fact that you don't need to have Ableton Live running just any iOS. Oh, well, currently. It has, has to be on the same uh, network, right, presumably? That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, so if you've got IK Oscillator, Gaz. Mm, I have, but I haven't tried that on Link, so I could right. try that. Okay. Dave, yeah, uh, is there any know. of this of any interest? I mean, the Android thing, the fact that there has been a movement, you know, I mean, I guess it's because it's syncing and it's it's sort of looking ahead to sync, there's not an issue with the uh, with any form of uh, snapping to beats. There's no problem with the um, latency issues that we've had in Android. But I wonder if that means that there are more things coming because... There's been a breakthrough, clearly, because this is the first time we've seen anything like this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Interesting. Android has always been a nightmare. Uh, yes. Other than that, no. Sorry, I've no nothing else to really contribute on this. Other okay. Than Already well, did. I'll move on because I know we've got one more thing to get through and I know very everybody's gagging for me to bring it up and, and that's part of the reason oh look, that's uh, part of the reason that that uh, I wanted to have Gaz on the show as well although he's always welcome, obviously uh, Let me see, is it this one? Hello, yes YouTube, This is accurate. This is a guy called All of us that subscribes to the newsletter from Teenage Engineering got this nice little email Accurate Beats and he's basically downloaded and inserted uh, the latest operating system OS on it, on the OP1. The new features that I like the most are the new... I won't play the whole thing because I know Gaz has got one and I'm imagining you've already downloaded it and done the business, right, Gaz? <laughs> if not, being a beta tester. Uh, sort of. Uh, <laughs> um, I, yeah, this has been a long time. It's really weird, isn't it? Very long time in the coming. Uh, coming. Uh, the last one, the last big OP1 update, I, I believe... It's like the summer 2013, or I think. Wow. And we've been promised this for a very long time. Uh, and a beta uh, of virtually the same thing uh, got out over a year ago. And when this has finally come out, there isn't really a lot more in it than what was in the beta a year ago. So it's taken a very long time for this to actually be released. Now, I think that's probably a good thing because it does seem to be pretty good. Uh, a quick whistle-stop tour of the new stuff. It's, it's like not that much in okay. a way, but there's some quite fundamental things which are, quite, which are brilliant. One of the things is that there is this nifty uh, tape, four-track tape. And prior to this update, if you used it, you could set up... Uh, in and out points and a loop and it'll go around whenever the sound went across the loop point it would just uh 
it wouldn't Click. have automatic crossfade. So you'd have clicks, uh, and it was very easy to to do that. So it made it meant that that whole aspect, which is a great fun aspect of it, you had to be so careful not to play anything across a loop boundary. Um, so now there's automatic crossfades at the loop boundaries. So uh, you know. You kind of might be wonder why that wasn't there from the start, but uh, but that's a cool thing. Another good one is there's an arpeggiator in there now. Yeah, no, well. I saw the implementation uh, of that. It looks very mm, nice. Yeah, it's nifty. Uh, there's yeah, because it's you can perf really perform with it um, with the arpeggiator, which is cool. There's also a new synth engine that in the previous beta was known as Slump. But, uh, <laughs> slump. <laughs> slump. But the new one. Now, this is Slump in its new guise called Voltage. Uh, um, it's quite nice. It's quite nice. It's quite fizzy and buzzy, and you can get some quite nice um, sustained tones out of it. I, I like it. Um, and then, other than that, uh, whoo, <laughs> when it's in sampling mode, if it's sampling the radio, the green encoder, you press it, and that'll uh, scan through the FM and look uh, through the FM band looking for auto basically it's an auto tune like you've had in your radio since year dot yeah uh, but but the big news about that Nick sorry is the fact that the click encoder is the first time that these encoders which have got clicks and will send out MIDI when you press the encoders but it's the first thing in the whole system that actually utilizes the encoder click which you know it's bizarre why that's taken so long to encounter you know there's a thing where you could do fine tuning of parameters if you hold down the shift and then tweak but you know you kind of wonder when you first get it why on earth not a little bit of pressure and it'll give you fine tune so one of the frustrating things is is that why have a lot of these kind of quite obvious things not been there from the beginning however and this is my final point on this the OP1 continues to be the piece of equipment that most dazzles and beguiles people, you know. It continues to do that. It's what, it's like six years old now, more or less. Uh, and it continues to be like a thing that people think, wow, it's just been beamed out of the future. Oh, what? It's, it's the one that gets you the girls, guys. Is that, the, is that what you're the, saying? The girls, <laughs> the girls love it. The girls, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they queue up. They really do. When you got, when you when you when you're rocking the OP1, they they queue up. They absolutely love it. They're really attracted to it. Um, and it's uh, and I think, but I, you know, and I'm talking about people who've got no interest in synthesizers. They love it, and I'm, boys and girls, you know. But it it continues to capture people's imaginations after all this time. And I think as well, just ma massive kind of big thumbs up to Teenage Engineering for supporting it this long into its life uh and you know i want i yeah. i, I want what one thing that's really funny about because i remember this you know i when we all used to use s950s or what s1000s or you know the atari an os update was this sort of massive kind of event that everyone was like oh gosh it's gonna it's gonna you know and it, it's weird people feel the same way about the op1 but it's like super niche i mean i don't know how many they've sold it can't be more than i don't know say say at the most maybe ten thousand, which would be an enormous amount but yeah, it seems that everybody, you know, we I've just been getting comment after comment saying, are you going to talk about the OP1? Are you going to talk about the OP1? Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting that the way that people sort of, either maybe they own them and they want to know what we think, or they don't own them, but they want to know because it's a, it's a thing of such desirability. Do you remember that, Dave? You know, when an, an OS update for the uh, S1000 came out, you know, it was like, everybody went, wow, you know, it's a really major, major it feels like this is the same sort of thing, really, in a funny, funny kind of way. Yeah, that stuff's just really desirable isn't it it is it is it, uh, the one thing i love about the op1 is in the days where i could afford nothing uh you know the little casio vl tone thing and you were <laughs> sort of desperately expecting that to kind of you know oh, if it was any way near professional it would be great and this is the kind of like an adult's version of something like that it's grown up it seems <laughs> robust it sounds great they they've got They've got real kudos to a lot of their stuff. It's it's a company whose products I'd like to get into if I could justify going. 
just one more synthesizer. Well, it's very small. I suppose you could fit it in. That's ah, funny. I mean, yeah, everybody who's got one, I mean, you know, like you say, I mean, you and Robbie both love yours. I mean, I, I've seen I, people, I've been, because I've been looking for just a, a definitive list of new features. I couldn't find them, but I was finding people saying, I've owned it, I sold it, I bought it again, I sold it again, and I have a love-hate relationship. I mean, Mark, have you played with one? Uh, not really. I've seen it at Gaz's house, but not really sat down with it and tried to get into it. I'm I mean, it's an interesting looking thing. And I totally agree with Dave about the VL tone comment, because that's a, that's how I see that thing as a little, you know, kind of a music computer, a very clever little music computer that can do lots of things. But um, I mean, I thought about stocking them. But again, it's all, a, you know, it's a, a, a case of turnover, isn't it, where, where I invest and stuff. And I have had one person come in to ask me about them in the last how long have I been there? Seven, eight <laughs> months. Um, I I would have put an FM, uh, not an FM radio. I didn't know it had an FM radio. So there mm. you go. That's how little I know about them. But I would have put a shortwave radio in, I think. Mm. I would prefer it to sample from shortwave. Um, uh, I don't know, though. Yeah, as well, as well. I mean, yeah. you could get brilliant samples of how, it. How well, we're talking about an, up, an update that would allow you to sample from shortwave, you know, and everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I love shortwave radio. It's just such a unique source of sound. I mean, even though it's been done over and over, you're just scanning through shortwave. You always get something weird and, and interesting. But how, how much memory does it have in it? Uh it's it's a kind of a strange this uh, i don't know exactly but it you can you can the the sample works like this if you sample in a synth mode it gives you like about i think 6 seconds and if you sample in the drum mode i think it's about 12 seconds but you see uh, right. like here's a it's little you plug the uh <laughs> aerial antenna is that the access the accessory that costs 40 quid <laughs> um, really? I think <laughs> no. This you can get non-teenage engineering ones. I think they are. I think they exist as a a thing. All oh, right. Okay. I think yeah. But um, so if you sample in the drum engine, what it cleverly does is it will map the entirety of the sample straight away to the keys. So I'll just demonstrate Love that it. because it is. It is. This is an absolutely brilliant part of it. So. With the new feature, then I press the green. I press the green encoder. Hooray! Encoder doing something, and uh, you're going FM radio now, right? Yeah. So, um, oh, it's probably a bit too quiet. Really, I can know we this. heard that. We heard that. I can hear it. Okay. So then, what you do is uh, you press the key. Oh. I, hang on. Sorry, I'm not. In, <laughs> I'm in <laughs> the wrong mode. Top. I gotta be in the sample mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I just grab it for the duration. And then, now, once you've done that, then. Ah, sorry. It, pl it, plays, it plays on the keys, right? Okay. Simple. Yeah, so, so you go, it breaks it up, does it? By transient. And the best bit about it is. You can then each slice. You can control the gain. You can control the gain level of it. You can boost up the. You can scan through it, and then you can start setting the LFO to kind of move start and end points and things, so you can have it almost doing like kind of granular sample huh. manipulation. Um, and and it's the fact that you can just do it instantly. Grab something off the radio. I love Radio Four with all the waffle, you know, just bits of waffle and just get loads of kind of crazy granular stuff. Um, and when you do that as a demonstration for people in a room, it's even now with kind of all this fantastic, you know, touchscreen stuff. All this, that's quite, you know, the OP One is running on a what is it? It's a black fin shark. Yeah, black. I can't remember what it is. Uh, the the it, less horsepower than uh, an iPhone one. Uh, so really, in terms of the underlying tech on it, it's, it's pretty low, you know, low grade. It's pretty low. But you do a little demonstration like that. Plug the radio in. Just grab a little bit of radio, mess it around. It blows people's minds. People <laughs> think it's like the most amazing thing that they've seen. You know, Emperor, so, there yeah. is an aspect of the. Emperor. I mean, it's an expensive thing. It's nine hundred quid still, or eight hundred 
between eight and nine. It's hours. only expensive if you think that it's like say that it's small. If you had that set into a forty-nine key keyboard, then you wouldn't say it was expensive. It would seem like really good value for money because it does so much. And the fact that it's small, people kind of get a real bee in their bonnet about the cost of it. No, but it's lovely. It's, it's beautifully made. I mean, I like yeah, it that it's, it's small. Okay. It's have smallest, you seen Bastille? Yeah. Have you seen Instruments Micro Granny Two? Mm, great. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Because because what you just were talking about the way the way it gets granular with samples made me think yeah. of that. It's got yeah. It is. Uh, I, I've always hesitated getting what uh, Micro Granny because of the OP One uh, being able to do similar, but it's different. It's there different. It is. There we go. Yeah, it's cool. Have, have you got them in your shop? I've been playing with one, but it's I've sold it now. <laughs> so no, oh, well, not So you have had. Right. Um, uh, we're, we're headed, there and uh, gone. Sorry. Uh, it, it feels like we're probably uh, at the end of our... Uh, end of, oh, Gaz. Oh, it's just the cage come off. Is that all? Yeah. Oh, that's... that. Okay. That's fixable. I've, I've plugged just it be in, very, I... very careful with the diaphragm, please. Yeah. Don't drop the cage <laughs> on the diaphragm. Just blow no. some compressed air on it. No. no, don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it seems to work. It seems oh, to work. good. I'm so glad. Uh, yes. Okay. Phew. <laughs> Phew-y. Uh, drama averted anyway well i'm gonna uh because i'm i'm definitely gonna i think i'm definitely gonna get a circuit so uh yeah i'm excited but anyway right well i think that's it for this week thank you very much everybody for joining us uh don't forget uh just to drop you a the uh the isotope neutron uh competition again we're looking for the hashtag sounds better and the hashtag neutron as n-e-u-t-r-o-n to at sonic state and at isotope inc you do that on twitter you get into the competition and let us we'll let you know and you can um get in touch in fact if you are rick T- rick tyra um please do get in touch because uh you've won and you're going to get a copy so there anyway that's it for this week thank you very much for watching thank you very much dave for joining us don't forget top trumps are they shipping in time for christmas yeah 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 good lord uh, have you got like yeah. a ga- have you got like a garage full of them somewhere i haven't but i suspect there is one has. somewhere yes there <laughs> probably is yes yes yeah, and I should say thank you very much to Matt Berry. Uh, that was well. If he if he's listening, you could maybe we could get him on the show one time because I know he's I a did ask, I did ask. Actually, it's quite funny because I'm sat watching TV and I get this text, and it's a picture of a mini Moog, and it's like, I see you got yours too, and I'm like, yeah, great, you'll love it. By the way, who is this? And then he came back going, it's Matt Berry. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, sorry, Matt. <laughs> yeah, no, I did ask him if he'd come on, uh, but I haven't had an answer yet. Yeah, hopefully. well, that's all right. You know, we can keep trying one day, one day. Right, well, Dave, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, G4Software.com for all your Top Trump 2 requirements. I think you can order from there, so please go to it. And also, Mr. Mark Tinley, thank you for joining us. Uh, Sonus Magus, uh, not marktinley.co.uk, although I imagine there's a link on marktinley.co.uk to Sonus Magus, is there? No. Well, they're blooming well should be. <laughs> Do you know what I've done this time? I've I've invented so many wild and wacky ideas over the years and always created the website first and then thought, right, now I've got the website, I'll start running the business. And like this, I just kind of went, oh, I, better, I suppose I better chuck a web page up. And it's not... I haven't done any of that stuff, and I'm getting told off left, right, and centre now because everyone's saying, oh, when you Google Glastonbury Music Shop, you're about eighth on the list. And so... I do need to attend to all of that stuff or perhaps pay somebody to attend to it for me. So if uh, if anybody's clever at that and they're not some random person or who just learned SEO in a, in a seminar last week and wants to send that s- standard kind of paragraph, a real person who knows what they're doing, okay. I'd be interested to hear from them. Right. Thank you very much, Mark. And also, Mr. Gaz Williams, I'm so pleased to know that your mic is working. That makes me feel a whole lot better about myself as we end the uh, show. I don't know. I was starting to think. I want one of them Lewitt. Is it the Lewin mics? That, oh, that we, we talked about at? it, didn't we? Yeah, they look yeah. great. That, so, is that the stereo mic that's mono? The dual capsule mm, one? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, so I was hoping oh, I, had, I had an excuse then. Have you got accidental damage cover? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine there'd be uh, many people in sh- a, Yeah. It's a bit dented. It's a it's a road NTK, by the way, for anyone who was wondering. Ah, uh, um, okay. 
And right. uh, and actually, this is my, it's not my major mic at all, but my two main mics are both bust. Oh. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I do go through them at a fair old rate. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, thank you very much for joining us. That's it for oh, this. Oh, uh, hold one, on. No. One more thing. One more thing. iWave Station has been released today. Korg iWave Station. Oh yeah. Uh, so as an app, it's a it's a full it's a full recreation of the the classic Korg, uh, the classic Korg synth. Um, and I think they're issuing all the uh, all the expansion cards as well as in app purchases. Um, which I think is probably quite cool with the wave station because I remember some of them being really ace. Um, but uh, yeah, it looks like they've done a really interesting, quite thorough. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, uh, uh, but that's just out today, like a few hours ah, ago. So well, I know that there's something else coming out tomorrow and I wanted to talk about it, but I can't because it's uh, not until six o'clock tomorrow morning. So I'm afraid I can't. Oh. Stay <laughs> on the site. And I can't bust my, I don't want to bust me NDA or get into trouble, but, Stay tuned. Good things come to those who wait. Anyway, that's it. Thank you very much for this week. Thank you, everybody, everybody for joining us. And uh, we'll see you next time. That's it for this show. See ya. <laughs>